Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Well, here we are, Lisa, for another episode of our Perimenopause Power Podcast. And how amazing is it that you and I are recording this episode in the comfort of our very own space? In person, new space. Um, we are very lucky in that. That's fantastic. I know. And I have to say, it is a little bit weird actually sitting front. No screens. Exactly. No screens, no Zoom. That's right. Yeah. That's exactly the way that we like to work as well. So uh, very fortunate. Absolutely. So today's episode is all about support, relationships, conversations, and really opening up that communication around this inverted commas taboo subject. Mm. But it's that whole message which we keep hearing time and time again that women don't know how to actually talk to their friends, talk to their family, talk to their workplaces about menopause and what it is that they're actually experiencing. Yeah, and um, over, you know, the last few weeks I've certainly been speaking with a number of my friends and just other people that I've met. And I remember one conversation I had recently and mentioned, you know, we're talking about menopause and the other person whispered menopause and I said, why are you whispering? You know, so a lot of people just aren't comfortable or maybe they just don't have that network that they're connected to to be able to start that conversation it's still very much as a taboo subject. It's really pleasing to see that there are some things that are coming out through the press, but very much, you know, something that people aren't comfortable talking about just yet. Mm, and there's just so much stigma. And I think, you know, I sort of take comfort from past, you know, life stages, you know, even mental health as well and stress, you know, taking stress mm. leave and pregnancy and paternity leave, you know, they there's so much stigma about those topics as well. And yet here we are, they're things that we talk about so freely. And I know you and I have our strong mission and vision that we actually change that and, and menopause isn't something that's taboo or seen as, you know, stigma. So I guess just to start off the conversation, the reason we want to talk about this is because it really feeds into our emotional pillar of our five pillars framework, yep. which for anyone listening who's not familiar with our framework, our five pillar framework to our greatest health, our greatest life, where we talk about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health and how that feeds into the self, the individual person. And when we talk about emotional health, it's about those relationships and about nurturing good, meaningful relationships where we can be open and honest and, and really foster some great, you know, conversations, love, kindness and trust. Um, and, you know, when we look at menopause, you know, 50% of the population are going to go through menopause yep. being women, right? So that's 50% of the population who are directly impacted by menopause, on the flip side of that, the other half are really indirectly impacted, aren't they? So, and we've had many conversations with men too who said, geez, I wish I knew how to support my wife or support my female employee who was really struggling with menopause. So it's, it's you know, opportune time to really have that conversation. Look, it is, Nat, because in the workplace, I think um, just from the people that we come across and the research that we read, um, you know, men are often saying that they're reluctant to have that conversation 
with, um, you know, a female employee and because they don't know enough about menopause. And, you know, we talk about it not being, um, you know, in the schools and, and part of the curriculum enough, and um, that's for men and women, obviously. Um, so it is really um, impacting how they support women in the workplace and really they'll shun away from it. And the flip side is that is that the woman is not feeling supported when she's experiencing menopause in the workplace and again, you know, just um, we've had other conversations with with um, with men that you talk to them about menopause and they go, wow, I didn't even know any of that. It's just such new information. And we're talking about, you know, men that have got a family, a wife, an older wife, um, you know, a partner. So, yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done there. Mm, oh, definitely. And I think, you know, especially for women too, and you look at the evolution of a woman's life, you know, we're always expected to have it all together. And have the answers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We feel like we, you know, if something happens, we should be able to fix it. And it's, and again, I think it's that, it's a societal expectation that, you know, again, in inverted commas, that we're fixing your problem. But, you know, I think when we talk about communication and opening up about this conversation, it's not about wanting other people to fix it. I think with menopause, and, and you'll know better than me, Lise, that you just want to have comfort in knowing that you're not alone and you're not Absolutely. isolated. Absolutely, yes. And that's really, really important. And you really hit on something. I think a lot of women are reluctant to, um, to seek support or ask for help. They think it's um, you know shows their vulnerabilities, but in fact it actually takes a great amount of courage to admit that you might need that support and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it as well. So, you know, we're always expected to have the answers and then when we actually stop and think about ourselves and take a breath, it's like, oh, no, I don't know if I want to bring that up because I could look, um, you know, X, Y, Z to others and we really need to stop thinking about that and just take, um, you know, a step forward in asking for that support and, and getting rid of those vulnerabilities. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I sort of liken it to um, being in business a little bit, a woman in business as well. And I remember when I started in business, what, I don't know, five years ago, that I was just looking for a tribe. I was looking for mm. a group of women that I could connect with that were like-minded, had similar experiences, facing similar challenges. And I went out and sought those women and AKA, here we are, Lisa. Yeah, But yep. um, it, it's the same, isn't it, with our personal life and our health and a situation, situation, life stage such as menopause as well. Yeah, very much. And I think um, it's really important to know what options are out there too. So, um, you know, someone, a woman might actually stop and think, you know, I actually need support, but what does that look like to me? Um, and who you turn or who they turn to will depend on what they're looking to achieve and what they um, choose or who they're comfortable talking with. So that's really uh, pivotal um, here as well. So they could seek support, as you've mentioned, that from friends and families, and they can also speak to a professional like us, of course, who specialise in the area. And, you know, that helps them manage their menopause symptoms makes them feel normal because a lot of the time they're feeling like that they're the only person in the world that's going through it and having these symptoms. Um, and again, you know, it's really important that when they're seeking that support, be it professional support, that they're looking to partner with someone who has some experience in this field as well. Mm. So what's the best way to have that conversation with our family? You know, Look, with your husband, your kids. I think that um, it's like any conversation that you start, really. You know, there's always those awkward discussions. But, you know, for me, I suppose with my girlfriends, um, often I'll, you know, I'll be the one 
um, look, my girlfriends know that I'm working in this space, so, you know, we often bring it up and have a chat. So, but, um, you know, as I said before, a lot of women sort of just whisper the word and I think you really not call it out but, you know, bring it to the forefront and say it's absolutely fine and perfect to be able to talk about that. It's it's normal. So just bring it up and that's how we talk to workplaces as well, you know, like and it could be just like, you know, I'll often say to you, Nat, God, I had a shit sleep last night because, you know, my body temperature was heightened um, and I couldn't sleep well and bang you've started the conversation or you know we find that a lot of women put on weight around this time it's perfectly normal um, there's nothing wrong with you and it's there is a reason behind that um, but you know it could be about the weight that you're that you're experiencing that's not normally there that hasn't been there as part of your life and bang overnight it seems to have crept up on you and it could just be about your movement, you know, certain types of movement, you know, for some people they might be smashing it out in the gym and loving it and then all of a sudden they find that they're not loving that anymore. And it could be that conversation with girlfriends saying, you know, God, shocking, didn't work, didn't agree with me, this is what I've done, have you had the same experience? So it's all those everyday topics that, you know, you can bring the conversation up with and I think that's where it really works. And Funnily enough, when you start the conversation, you watch everyone just, everyone almost has to put their hand up to say, I'm next, I want to talk next, because they're all thinking about it and no one's talking about it. And that's where the difference is. Mm, yeah, I love that. And it's, I think it's just coming back to being a human, isn't it? Absolutely. And just having meaningful, mindful conversations, which mm-hmm. you know I'm all big about. Absolutely. But we're finding, I guess, substance in our conversations and really, you know, talking about things that matter to to ourselves, but also to um, you know, our friends and family around us too. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think you've just got to, you know, um mindful is so perfectly put actually, Nat. And you know, be mindful about it and and actually take that step forward to making that first discussion point with it and you know what you won't look back it um you know as I've said in previously 10 years ago I thought you just woke up with menopause right and little did we know back then and my god I've learned so much in between um but actually making that first step will actually make you feel so much better and so much just more normal really at the end of the day and like I said, there's so many topics that we just normally talk about that are probably considered taboo, but we don't stop to think about to bring them up. So we shouldn't do that with menopause. Mm, yeah, definitely. And I just want to touch on, on some great research as well around the benefits of instilling you know, meaningful conversations and connections with other people and how that supports your health. So there's some great research out there you know, proving that when we have some really positive conversations with people around us, you know, it it boosts our immune system, it it increases our resilience, um, you know, it releases those beautiful, happy hormones into our body like oxytocin and, you know, that helps instill more trust, more compassion, more kindness. So we're really, you know, looking at when we're having these conversations, we're connecting on a much deeper level and I think that's what's really important and, I think, you know, when we have these, I guess, sort of private conversations, because menopause seems to be such a private thing that women, as you said, whisper and don't want to talk about, Mm -hmm. but we're opening up and we're showing our raw, vulnerable side to people that we are um, friends with or that we love. And, um, you know, that then radiates, I guess, that sort of vulnerability to them to also be raw and open and honest as well. And I love what you say there too, Nat, because by doing all that, you in return feel loved and you in return feel heard. 
And that's really, really important at this stage of uh, a woman's life is to, to be heard and just, you know, they're not looking. I mean, as you know, we, we do work in the workplace and we're not looking for, you know, women aren't looking for employers uh, to fix the problem or to fix their menopause symptoms or anything like that. They're looking for that support and the same goes with friends, you know, giving each other, um, you know, that that support and that love is really, really important. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that leads us to our next part of the, the chat we wanted to have, which was about bringing this up in workplaces. Sure. How do we address our menopause symptoms and, you know, and, and not even menopause, like menstrual health as well? How do we bring that up in the workplace? Yeah, I look, I think um, we really need to first and foremost recognise or workplace needs to first and foremost recognise that um, support is needed for women in the workplace along all, you know, menstruation, menopause, perimenopause. And we are seeing that many women are working later in life and this sees them in senior positions at that time of their life anyway. So it's a it's a raw fact. It's, it's hitting people, you know, in the face at work. And I think um, in supporting women, it's about giving them the options to, you know, be able to work from home, for instance, or um, sit in a part of the office that might be cooler um, but also instigating programs and putting programs in there that are going to support them, women, so that they can be performing their best life work. And, you know, it, sometimes it's going to come back to the woman who is experiencing menopause in the workplace, and that means you asking for support and expecting that support in the workplace. You know, we've got so many other training, you know, you, you go into any workplace and there's a plethora of different training programs along different topics and you know, well, why not include information on there, whereas the training programs and staff can, even on their own time, when they're doing that, you know, component of their learning in the workplace, that they can go in and do the, mod, you know, a module on that, or, you know, better still, get us into your workplace, and we can actually provide that training as well. And it's, it's about starting the discussion. So a lot of women can be a little bit reluctant, and I understand why. But you will often find that um, it just takes one person to start, you know, that discussion. And it could also be that you know of other women in the workplace. So maybe you get together as a group in the workplace uh, and at a certain time and you all discuss what you're going through and that can really help as well. And, you know, sometimes there might be safety numbers, I suppose, that, you know, there might be instead of just one of you, there could be two to four of you, for instance, that, can meet with the, um, the employer or the HR person or diversity leader, and you can actually sit down and sort of work out how you can navigate through all of that. So, um, and that also helps with those managers that we just spoke about that, you know, that might be not necessarily male. It could be, um, you know, younger females that this is not on their radar yet. It should be, but it's, it's really not because I sort of think like I did 10 years ago, I've got plenty of time for that. So, you know, helping them navigate the conversation with older women in the workplace that are going through it. So, you know, we help organisation introduce things like menopause policies and practices in the workplace, and that's what it really comes down to. So having that introductory talk, um, small group sessions, um, writing policies and procedures, there's a whole lot of stuff that workplaces can be, do, can be doing. Mm. And I think it just highlights too that, 
um, over the years, we've really, you know, instilled these psychologically safe workplaces for yes. really specific topics. Like, you know, I think about, um, again, paternity leave. Yeah. You know, once upon a time, men would never gone into their manager and said, I'm taking time off to um, care for my child. They would have laughed and scoffed at that. That's right. Yeah. But we've created these cultures where men feel safe and they feel comfortable to have those conversations. And, you know, that that is a core component of um, the workplace work around menopause, that we have to create these psychological safe workplaces that women feel comfortable to go and have that conversation. Yeah, that psychological safety, those two words are really, really important. And that's, and that's how it comes down to a woman feeling comfortable to bring it up. Um, and look, and I will say, and just pop in here too, is that we are, um, everyone knows that we have our perimenopause power program um, membership. And we're also doing um, really deep diving into perimenopause and menopause on an individual one-on-one -on -one coaching point of view. So as you know, Nat, we'll be launching that shortly. And that really is, um, there's a well-being as aspect in there, but it really gets into those perimenopause and menopause topics about the symptoms, what it is. Um, and, and we look at it from all the emotional pillars, um, emotional pillars, mental, physical, um, spiritual pillars, and, and of course, how that all relates to the self. So that's another way that women can be supporting themselves. Um, and look, the best thing I would think too is that all you need to do is find one, you know, find a buddy who's going through it. That's a great place to start. Meet for a coffee, have a catch up and just start talking about what you're both going through. And that is a capital S for support in my book um, where you can really be talking to that. In fact, I had a conversation with a girlfriend yesterday and um, I was sitting at the front of the hub when and we called and uh, 54 minutes later, I reckon about 30 minutes of that was talking about menopause and she was saying how lucky she was she's she's got two older sisters and she's been talking to them a lot so I thought that was fantastic so but not everyone has a two older sisters that they can call on so really work out who your tribe is really important and who can support you within that tribe as to what you're going through mm, yeah beautiful I love it I love everything that you've shared and I think you know when we go through menopause and and you know we can really pull on other life experiences as well yeah. and actually realise how susceptible to change we actually are. And I guess if there's one silver lining to going through menopause is that it allows us to really connect with our tribe yes. and really talk about it and build those broader conversations and, you know, and even educating our family, you know, talking to our, our um, partners, our, our kids and educating them around what we're feeling, um, you know, and it's, it's breaking down those barriers. It's starting from a very, you know, early start. Yep. I've um, uh, just before uh, a little while ago, a few weeks ago, we were sitting around the corner table and, um, I've got two boys, as you know, one 16, one almost 13, going on 33. And um, they said, well, menopause, what's menopause? So, um, you know, we had a bit of a chat discussion about that and and uh, we have a bit of a laugh when I forget things now because I've sort of said, well, these are some of the symptoms. And they're going, oh, that's what you do. I'm going, yeah, that is what I do, you know. So it's really important to, especially young men, I think that's really important to start talking about that now because depending on where they go in life, they'll have a wife, a partner, a mother, uh, you know, an auntie, a sister that's going through this and they really need to be educated on it because we're not really doing it enough in the system um, at all. 
No. And it just reminded me of the conversation we had with Sandy from Happy Pause Menopause, where she mentioned about pizza. I think it was oh, pepperoni yes, pizza. Yes, and yes, yes. She ordered pepperoni pizza and her family knows that that was like her comfort at a certain time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that story. That was a great story. Yeah. And there's, you know, and I think there's opportunity for humour. Sometimes we can just take ourselves so damn seriously all the time. Oh, yeah. and, and it's not about making a joke of it. No. But I think it's about, you know, let's let's embrace it. And, you know, that's the purpose of our work and this podcast and the perimenopause power program. It's about coming back into you, recognising your power, um, defining what you want it to look like. And, you know, if having some laughs and some humour around it, Love it. You know, yeah. go for it. Embrace yeah. it. I don't think we need to always have serious, serious conversations all the time. No, and I think um, you've hit on it. There's power right there in normalising the whole subject around perimenopause and menopause, just like we've normalised so many other things. And I know we keep banging on about it, but it, for me it's just so simple and I often get confused as to why it's taking so long for, you know, people to accept it and to talk about it. But anyway, we'll keep rocking on and um, helping changing those biases and taboos around it. Mm, definitely. That's our mission, isn't it? It is very much our mission, definitely. So, Well, a beautiful conversation again, Lise, and um, do check out the show notes. We will provide some links to some of the programs and the work that we've been doing. Um, and also feel free to reach out at any time. We love connecting with our community. We do. And um, don't forget, if you would like to speak to us around any um, audits to do in the workplace around um, perimenopause and menopause and how we can help your workplace bring it into, into life, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Well said. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.